everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Aaron. And I'm Vince. It's a podcast where we attempt to watch every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball. Then we get together in front of microphones to have a fun conversation that is full of improv, that is full of comedy, that is full of bits, and full of love. Lots of love. The secret ingredient is love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, tea. Put a lot of put a lot of hemp oil in that bad boy. Yeah, CBD is now one of the key ingredients of this podcast. Not yeah. approved by the FDA, but you should try it anyway. It relieves stress, uh, lowers cholesterol. Yeah, great, great for soreness. Great for overall soreness. <laughs> also, it makes your respective genitals bigger or smaller, depending on what you want. <laughs> CBD's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, before we get uh, before we dirty things up, oh, I'm our, sorry. With it's not that kind of show. Humor. Yeah, with our bad boy humor, uh, we got <laughs> we gotta do a little. We gotta tidy up. We gotta do a little kame housekeeping. And the first order of kame housekeeping is the one minute roundup. God damn it, Moses! Is there any more splendid a place than? The hills of Wyoming. No, Clam. There sure isn't. It's gorgeous at sunset. Mm-hmm. The bald eagles making their rounds. That's right. I was about to say the only thing I don't like about this Wyoming natural splendor is them bald eagles. I hope that does not offend you. I mean, I gotta ask, they're majestic creatures. What's what's got you so worried about them? Everybody always says, oh, the bald eagle, America's mm. symbol of truth and justice. Yep. Uh, it is Tattooed a, on my chest. I could see that. This is really going to hit hard when I tell you. My man, mm. they are just scavengers. Have you ever watched mm. an eagle's behavior in the wild, especially the bald eagle? They use uh, their size to intimidate other birds of prey who kill animals like rabbits, sometimes small deer, and they just bully them off their carcasses, haul their kills into their nests, and eat it selfishly. Well, I got two binoculars. Let's watch those bald eagles right now. All right. Tandem style. Tandem style. Mm-hmm. I'm adjusting the focal Ooh, length. There, one comes into view. Being as mm. this is... Oh, what is it, 1874? There's just mm. plenty of bald eagles around. Mm. They're not endangered in any way, shape, or form. And so never that, will be. Yep. The American so that, West is a godsend. Look, I'm trying to describe what's going on. Sorry. As the ways I seize it. And the ways I seize it, all right, that bald eagle, he's... Well, I didn't notice that backwards cap on before. Oh, yeah. Take, mm-hmm. take a closer look. Is He's where he's got a... Is that a rat tail? That's the right. The way he styled his feathers? He like styled some sort of thug? his feathers to a rat tail formation. And the last thing, take a look at his talons, as you will. What What do you see? He's, why they're, he's got some sort of jewelry on it. That's, That's right. say one claw says love, the other says hate. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. And see. So first of all, we'll never know what those douchebag eagles were up to. <laughs> Second, the one-minute roundup starts with an improvised Western scene to loosen up our improv muscles and get them ready for the journey ahead. 
But the real one minute roundup is when one of us, this time Vince, has to sum up everything that we have covered in Dragon Ball thus far. At this point, we are talking 124 episodes of Dragon Ball that, have, that Vince has to uh, summarize for you. And we do this so you don't have to go back and listen to our other episodes, although I wish you would. Uh, you can start right here, right now. And I don't know, maybe it's been a while, been as, a while. as some bands like to say. And you haven't, you, you, maybe you stopped listening for a bit, but now you're coming back because you missed us. You missed our, our cool, sweet tones going through your ears on your commute. Well, now you know where you're at. Look, we're doing this for you. All I'm saying is this is for you. This is for you. Baby. The listener, baby. And also for, we, look, we like a challenge. Yes. We like, like a. Like the boy Goku himself. Love a good challenge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll train for years to get this down. This is a symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Help me help you. And I'll help me help you get all the information about Dragon Ball in one minute starting now. Seven Magic Dragon Balls, you collect them all, you make a wish. Goku meets Bulma when they're kids, younger kids, and they go off on an adventure. They fight Emperor Pilaf, who wants to use Dragon Balls to ruin the world. Goku turns into a big ape. Then Goku trains for a Tenkaichi tournament. Not once, not twice, but three, uh, twice. He does it twice. Um... He comes in second both times, once to his master in disguise, twice, uh, the second time to the Triclops. After he, he oh my god, after he, he defeats Tien Shinhan, um, uh, his boy Krillin is killed by this evil demon named King Piccolo. So Goku sets off to train to get strong enough to beat King Piccolo, and he does. He gets so strong, um, and he, he helps Tien save the world, and they defeat King Piccolo in grand fashion. Then King Piccolo, in his last ditch effort, creates a sun that's an egg, and then Goku has to find his power pole to, to go up to Kami's lookout to meet Mr. Popo, who's not really a problem because he's so cool. And then Goku's like, I want to learn how to be as strong as you, Mr. Popo, because I keep getting sunned by your techniques. And Mr. Popo's like, okay. <laughs> Whew. Very nice. My goodness. This is like what we've given ourselves is, a, is an exercise in futility. We're it. Look, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Oh my goodness. Philosophizing. We're slowly, we're chant, we're step by step, inch by inch. We are becoming the ultimate Dragon Ball summarizers. Oh my goodness. You're right. They'll bring us in to do the next season of Super Recaps. Yeah, so take take heed. Take, take heed. Heart. And remember, remember who we are when we get big. <laughs> Yeah, remember our humble beginnings trying to summarize 13 episodes. Yes, which was equally as hard somehow. So the final part of Kami Housekeeping is letting you good folks know that Vince and I, we watched two different versions of the episode. I watched the English subtitled version. Vince watches the English dubbed version. And we do this because we mucked up and we're not going to change it. But also, sometimes... There are differences between the episodes, sometimes big, sometimes small, sometimes WTF. Mm-hmm. Mark Marin's. Yeah. Sometimes Mark Marin shows up, talks about his dad, and then leaves. Talks about his dad and his cats, and then he leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The laws of probability state <laughs> that does and will happen at some point. This professorial Aaron is making me hot under the collar. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That philosophy bit, I get it now. I never took a philosophy class in, in college, so uh, I never got thirsty for my teachers. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not, the, I'm not kidding. There was a real thirst problem in my college for the philosophy teacher. Really? Oh, this, he was hunky. I'm not going to lie. Describe his look and also his name and also his address. Uh, oh, I do not remember his name, but everybody I went to school with does. Because they, when they get together, they talk about him. Um, and then Still, a whole lot of all these years. whole lot of splooshing all over the place. <laughs> Men and women. Men and women be splooshing over this gentleman. Uh, I'll say this. He is married. Oh, no, that makes him hotter. I know. He's irresistible. Um, ooh, I, I did a little freeze in there. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> He's irresistible, Goku. That's why I'm trying to conquer the universe, to impress my philosophy's teacher. <laughs> that hunky, hunky man. All right. Uh, here we go. He's he's Caucasian, okay? All Got right. a strong, subtle jaw. You know what I mean? Ooh, okay, yeah. Probably from a Virginia. Oh, probably. Oh, yeah. he's, he's definitely either a Southern boy or a down-to-earth Connecticut bro. Uh, okay. Brown hair, not cut in a way that's offensive to anyone, shape, or form. He was rocking the beard before it was in vogue. You know what oh, I mean? I'm sure it's full and well-kept. Of course. Combed even. Um, I believe he was a sport coat wearer. Classic. Mm-hmm. Ooh, classic philosophy mm-hmm. professor. Mm-hmm. Let's just say his office hours were very popular, but not <laughs> very efficient. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like the whole, <laughs> the whole, like, uh, you know, the Indiana Jones, like the, the, the young lady swooning over him because he's a, he's a, Smart and handsome and rugged looking and all that kind of stuff. I knew a few people who would just go to their, that person's office hours. They didn't need it. They were getting A's, but they just they wanted to go see him in person. He's just thrusting his groin as he talks about the allegory of the cave. Oh yes, and is this chair real? I don't know. Is, this lo- is love real? <laughs> and then he winks, finger point. It is, baby. It is. He's finger pointing to a picture of his loving family and wife. <laughs> yeah, that's the realest shit in the universe. <laughs> exactly. Uh, a strong marriage that can't be destroyed by you fucking <laughs> harpies. <laughs> you thirsty 19 to 28 year olds. Oh, there's some grad students. <laughs> oh, sure. That's the reason they're a grad student. They keep coming back. <laughs> they built a whole philosophy grads program. So so much like the differences in myself and Vince's life. <laughs> the difference there are differences in Dragon Ball, which we discover uh firstly through the title. Uh Vince, I I'll go first. I'll tell Ooh. you mine. Okay. It's no big deal. Uh it's a lot spoilery though. Episode 125 of Dragon Ball. The title for the English subbed is Enter Kami-sama. Okay, okay. Maya is also a little um, spoilery. I'm getting the Yahtzee dice ready, maybe. Maybe. You, you might tell get me. Hold on to those, though. Okay, uh, holding. There may be a technicality that keeps us from using those Yahtzee dice. But here we go. Episode 125 of Dragon Ball. Earth's Guardian emerges. Oh, that's different. It's different. That's right. An enter and emerge are polar opposites. Exactly. Exactly. It's a, I mean, it's not a Yahtzee. It's a Yeezthe. Yeezthe. Yeezthe? That sounds like the title of Kanye's new album. They call me Yeezthe now. (laughs) Call me Yeezthe. It's just, he's just selling his old album. It's just in reverse. God, that would sell like, God damn it. I gave, 
I sent another idea out to Kanye in the universe, and he's gonna fucking do it in like two oh, years. He's, he's gonna, gonna he's like gonna do it tomorrow. Bus. He's gonna do it tomorrow. He's, he's bored. Pop, yeah, he's popping up and been like, I just had a really great idea. <laughs> he yep, did it. Me it, alone, Kanye. <laughs> Kanye West, not Aaron Sheldon. Kanye yeah, West. West. Don't even know who Aaron Sheldon is. Just a random name that I came up with. Ooh, that's gonna be the name of my next album, Aaron Sheldon. That feels like a Twilight Zone episode. In the sense of like, what if a very popular artist named an album mm-hmm. after your exact name, all th- all three names there on the cover, and each song is about you? Aaron, quit giving prominent African-American artists ideas. Jordan Peele <laughs> is in the room. Jordan, no, you can't take it. Oh, he's running away. Jordan! Uh, get him. Don't go hey, get out. us with that. Oh. I, I wasn't I, telling that was my see that was my mistake. I was just yelling get out. Uh, he didn't let me finish was a great movie. Thank you for making it. Oh, uh, he just heard the get out. He's like, "All right, well, I'm going to do what I'm told." I, he's looking back into the window. Oh, and there's a second no. Jordan Peele like 60 feet behind him. Jordan, run! Run. It's you. <laughs> you. No, it's us. No, it's us in here, but it's you out there. Okay, nope, they're giant pair of scissors. I'm not going to watch that. I'm not going to watch that. Yeah, close those blinds, you you freak. Got it. You little little peeper. Uh, I like to be watched. We gotta we gotta finish this episode before before it starts. Our doppelg yeah, our our doppelgangers come. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hear they're really into Naruto. What I, I mean, Ka-chung. I mean, more than Boruto. I heard Boruto, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh, it's similar. I mean, one of them's really into Naruto. One of them's really into Naruto. Sickeningly into <laughs> Naruto. You might say one is a historian of the sort <laughs> of the village uh, hidden in the leaves. He has his own <laughs> leaf village hat. Should we should we start the actual show now? Of course, of course. The preamble is done. So Goku, as as we saw him, as you said. He tried to fight Mr. Popo. He did not. Mm-hmm. Well, he did, but he did it real bad. Couldn't even touch the man. No, he got all of his tricks down the drain. Mm-hmm. He begs him for another chance, uh, which he kind of gets, but it's just Mr. Popo has his hands behind his back and is just readily handing it to Goku. Oh, yeah. I think uh, in the beginning, uh, one, we should, we should harp on how good the animation is in these little... Uh, these little sparring scenes all throughout the episode. Yeah. I, I don't know who the director was on this one, but there was a definite, there was a distinct mark. Oh yeah. It feels different. I even think Goku's like character is drawn a little bit different. He's a bit longer in the arms. He's not, he doesn't look as stubby. I don't think anymore. Still beefcake, still beefcake. Oh, he's still, he's still a very muscly boy, but you, I think we are, Really starting to see us go into DBZ style. Yes. Animation here. Mm-hmm. 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 I think a lot of harder lines are used in some scenes. Feel it feels good. Feels good. Yeah. But there's one point where uh Goku is trying to again hit Mr. Popo. Mr. Popo is just like, look, you gotta get out of here. I don't have time for this. And he just like really quickly like jabs Goku in the face with his elbow and Goku says wow you hit harder than King Piccolo ever did which is like ridiculous to think that Mr. Popo is that strong yeah that who, strong? who to thunk it who to thunk it I I didn't I didn't nope. thunk it 
Dragon Ball, look, DBZ, DBZ paints a very bad picture of a lot of characters. Yeah. That we now know the truth of. <laughs> we know the truth. Dragon Ball is a truther. <laughs> to DBZ. Exactly. So Goku, after getting sunned a couple times, Mr. Popo was like, look, you're never going to beat me. And you're never going to see Kami at this rate. So you could just go home. And Goku said, no, I'm going to stay here and train. To that, Mr. Popo says, um, that's fine. Just don't leave any skid marks on the tile. An odd phrasing. (laughs) What does he think Goku's going to do? What's his training? What's odd? Look, I don't know. Mr. Popo got some weird techniques, I'm sure. Uh, Does but, he think training is scooting your little butt <laughs> across the tile? Gotta scoot your little butt across the tile before you can hit Mr. Popo. Yeah. That's how he got strong. Mm-hmm, Those mm-hmm. dog techniques. Dog techniques. Some subtle differences in my version. And Goku's a lot less of a rapscallion in this. He's a lot less American. I'll say mm, that. Mm-hmm. So Popo, he, he actually lays out sort of the basics of Dragon Ball. And I think... And I think this moment is important because I think we see where Goku understands. He had this natural inclination for it, but I think someone finally verbalized it for him. So he's like, oh, yeah, that's me. Popo says, you assumed you were the strongest person in the world because you beat uh, Piccolo Daimosa. But there's always someone stronger. You cannot defeat me with strength alone. Ah, yes, 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 yes. I mean, that's... Put that in the title description of Dragon Ball. Yep. There's always going to be someone stronger than you. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mr. Popo does say something like that, something pretty similar to that. And it's not always, well, do more push-ups. Sometimes it's do more push-ups, but it's not always do more push-ups. Mm-hmm. When he hears this, he's like, yeah, you're right. I was being a little dishonorable. Hmm. And then he asks if he can stay to train. Yeah. He doesn't tell because he's a nice boy. Mm-hmm. Until later on when he just drops off perfect creatures at King Kai's house. Yeah, of course, of course. Hey, can I stash this murder evidence at your place? Cool, great, thanks, bye. Or even later when he's like, hey, mind if I fight a god here? Yeah, I do. Oh, you're already doing it, great. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, that was a that was a rough day for King Kai. I, I love that scene <laughs> in the movie. Anyway, at the Kame house, though, the gang's just sitting around eating ice cream. Like they're all eating ice cream or drinking coffee cakes, from cakes. Yeah, cakes and pies and uh, rice balls. It looks like like dessert style rice balls. Really looks nice, and I I want those mugs that they're drinking out. Like the the mug that Yamcha's drinking out of random letter generator mug. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's just like uh, one of Roshi's shirts. That's yeah. That's just aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Oh, isn't it a uh, little weird that they're just there while Roshi be dead? Because they're using all his stuff. Like, who did he leave that to? Who? He, I don't know. I don't. I would guess long. I don't. Probably. I don't think he has a living will, mm. which is important. If you look. Yes. When you're a cert- if you have certain assets, mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. have children, get a will. Yep. You got things that you want to pass down to them, like uh, I don't know, Dragon Ball box set collections or yeah. um, Dragon Ball manga collections. It doesn't or, even have to be to your family. It could be to I don't know, maybe 
a podcast that you really enjoy? Yeah. Has given you, look, has your family given you <laughs> hours and hours of entertainment in yeah. your ears? When you are, you know, knock, knock, knocking on death's door and you got like all this time between your procedures to listen to things, you can't really go anywhere and you're listening to this podcast and they're giving you so much joy and your family's there, but you know, they're, they're half in, half out. Uh, and and stuff like that. You, and you really you really want to stick it to them. You really want to get under their skin. Just leave them leave them knowing you deserved more. <laughs> Bequeath it all to us. <laughs> leave a <laughs> just leave a note. Yeah, just after you sign it, draw a little draw a middle finger in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What what great advice we're giving? Yeah. What. Exemplary examples of humanity we are being just like, well, unlike Oolong. Uh, yeah, exactly. Unlike Oolong, I think it got kind of mine got kind of weird. Yes, I wanted to hear what yours is. Sense. So basically, Oolong, who is spitting out the strawberries on his cake, which I didn't understand. Weird like, cut you too. Don't, you don't like, yeah, you don't like strawberries, man. What's like you put it in your mouth whole, then bleh, damn, and then eat the rest of the cake. You're a pig. Act, act like it, Sam. Act, act like They're talking about Kami. Is Goku actually going to meet him? And Bulma's like, well, if anyone can do it, he can. Launch mentions that, well, if there's a Piccolo Daimo, like maybe, I don't know, why isn't there a Kami? So maybe she's like, I don't know, there's some other magic dude who can blow things up. Maybe there's a, uh, the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's, you know, very right. Oolong, he just, he says it weird. But he definitely has a tone of like he's just being sarcastic where he says, quote, yeah, Kami-sama, sure. What does he look like? I think and I think he's just yeah, he's being sarcastic in that moment. I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Launch shoves cake into his face, says, if you're trying to say something bad, then out with it already. And then Oolong, upset, just says in a grumpy voice, Goku won't meet him. And I don't know what this fucking exchange was, honestly. It okay. Was very, it's, it seems scattered. Also weird that Launch is a God-fearing woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. She really is. In mind, the, the conversation, for the first time, Aaron, I think the English version structurally makes more sense than the Japanese version, in, okay. in, at least in this scene. Like you said, they're all talking about whether or not Koku's actually going to make make it to Kami, all that stuff. And then we get to Oolong, and he says, if there's a guardian, it definitely has the face of a pig, and it sure ain't a lady. That's when Launch pushes his face into the cake. I I don't know if she has any words for him, because I didn't write those down, but in my notes, I said, Launch takes offense to that. Launch is the coolest feminist ever because she assumes that God is a woman and is beautiful. Oolong, you think God's a pig like you? Yeah. You think he was made in your image? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. God was not made in the image of a pig. <laughs> God is dual-wielding Uzis. <laughs> and Robin Banks. And Robin Banks riding on speeder bikes, which we'll get to later in the episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my it's, God. That, okay. I think that did actually, are, we are in the fucking Twilight Zone. The English dub mm-hmm. cleared things up. Cleared it up. Because I, because I think maybe I think that's it. Maybe that's the thing. He was like, Oolong's like, yeah, God's a man. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, and then, like, you notice that in this scene, there's like one bald headed, shirtless guy missing. It's Tien. And he, mm-hmm. it, then they cut to outside the comic house. He is he is working his butt off already because he's out like on the reefs out on the reefs, crashing waves again. Got to talk about how good this animation is. We see the articulation in his wrist as he does, as he goes through his stances and he's doing his kicks and his punches and the waves are crashing behind him. It looks great. God, that, that can't be fun. Like, all right, cool. Simple training scene. That's fine. He's just randomly punching. Nope. Waves. Constantly crashing waves. Mm-hmm. Animate that, motherfuckers. Yeah. Make it shine. Make it sparkle. Oh, there better be a lens flare all over the place. All over the scene. That's when J.J. Abrams popped his head in and he goes, hey, you guys need me? Huh? I got I got a, I got a fresh batch. <laughs> fresh from the... <laughs> this was before Look. he got his directing job. He was just delivering lens flare yeah. tech to every production house in town. <laughs> yeah, he's just a simple bike messenger mm-hmm. delivering lens flares. <laughs> Johnny Lens Flare, they called him. <laughs> Planting them around town. Mm-hmm. Nobody thought he was ever going to amount to nothing. Nope. Now he's uh, on they're... Apple TV+. Plus. Wait, Hanging out what? with Borellis, a waitress. Oh, man. I, I am no longer what? an ally because <laughs> I can't remember her name. Mary Borellis? I don't know. From the hit Vince. From the are... hit Broadway show Waitress. Based on a movie? But, no, no, no. I think she wrote it. She wrote all the music. And she's doing a show with J.J. Abrams on Apple TV+. Plus. Aaron, did you not watch their keynote? Why did you? To get... To get tabs on the enemy. I got to keep tabs on Jim Apple. Yeah. Oh, Johnny Apple. I got to make sure I got to make sure I'm up on the latest streaming service. I'm going to try to desperately avoid until I can't anymore because Jason Momoa is making a show where it's like take place on Earth like 200 years in the future where a cataclysm made everyone blind. And I really want to see how that just crashes and burns. What? That's so everyone's blunt, but it's two hundred years later. It's two. It's it's a society that was built around everyone being blind, and I can bet you in episode three, a baby's born with sight. Oh, I get, that's the end of episode one. What are you talking about? <laughs> it just sounds like the. But how would they know? How, how would they know? This, this, or or oh my God, could you imagine? Like, could you imagine if you if you're in a society of all blind people, you're born with sight and you're trying to tell people that you could see? They wouldn't believe you. That would be so hard. It's probably like, well, half of it. Well, most of us can actually see. We're just being sneaky and oh. not telling anyone. Oh, God. <laughs> uh. And then it's going to be like, here's. Here's a hot person and a not hot person, but they're in love because of blindness. And- of course. What kind of fucking Apple TV, bro? Who, who? Apple TV Plus. Ghost of Steve Jobs. What are you doing? <laughs> Buying up shows like this. What if everyone was blind? Great. What? Let's throw an Aquaman too. <laughs> yeah. What if it started that guy who can kind of act? That really charming loud man. Yeah. <laughs> you know that hunk that that sentient beef. <laughs> Fuck off, the future. <laughs> I'm tired of you. Well, you know who's also tired, I, who I'm tired of? I'm tired of Yamcha's lazy ass. Tien is busting his butt out there looking at 
images of Goku in the clouds talking shit at him. Like Yam, uh, Tien looks up and he's in monologuing. He's like, I got to be stronger than you, Goku. You're just a kid. I'm a master. Imagine what I can do if I push myself, if you got to the level you're at. And then there's just Yamcha sipping, I don't know, coffee. <laughs> well, there's there was cake. I was going to train, but then Bulma said there was cake. And I'm like, well, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> I'll train after this. We'll have to nap. And, well, then it'll be dinner time by then. And then I or really want to play. I got to play some video games before that. Got to put Poir in her place. <laughs> <laughs> She's not better than me at Burnout 3. I'm going to master chess, too, at some point. Uh, <laughs> then I'll, like, tomorrow's a, to, I'll train all day tomorrow, I promise. <laughs> I'm just like, I, all I'm saying is, Yamcha, you're going to get what you deserve. Falling behind. It's really but, falling behind. And I hate it. I hate it. So speaking of not falling behind, Goku has been running around like a madman. You know, when the when a dog gets the zoomies, as they mm. call it sometimes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was that's how Goku was gonna start his yeah, training, yeah. just running around the the lookout. Well, that's why he told him not to, he he knew he was gonna do some dog training. That's mm. why he told him like, don't don't no skid marks, tiles, no skid marks, and don't pee on the bushes. There's an area for this. Here's some bags. That little dirt patch over. Oh God, who is that? What? I was trying to do a little Mr. Popo, but it turned into Popo Yoda. Hmm. <laughs> To meet Kami, you must defeat me in battle. You must be tranquil like the sky and quicker than lightning. Oh, that kept. Yeah? Uh? Yeah. Oh, was that a direct translation? Yeah, Pope, look, Popo, much like Yoda, it's like, fine, I'll teach you some stuff. Let me, let me help you out here. Uh, it is basically... You can't make unnecessary movements, and that's why you're too slow, bud. Mm-hmm. And as as Popo Yoda said in his new banger, the that that summer <laughs> that summer heat track, summer heat track, <laughs> that slapping bass junkie. <laughs> oh, you know it slaps. Oh, that slaps. But yeah, quick as you have to be as uh, basically teaching him meditation. Like you have to empty your mind. It to be still as the sky, but as quick as lightning. Uh, when Goku tries to meditate, he's just like, oh, if I just make a face like Mr. Popo, which is very funny. Is uh, gets, I, I laughed out loud. He gets those circular eyes. But Mr. Popo's like, mm-hmm. Goku, you're just making your eyes blurry. Stop that. <laughs> Pretty, yeah, he's just like, no, you're just thinking about nothing, but that's not the same. Yeah. There's also bits where Mr. Popo knows what Goku's doing without looking directly at him. And mm-hmm. he's like, look, you gotta, you also gotta learn how to see without using your vision. Maybe I should send you 200 years into the future and you can hang out <laughs> you can, with you Jason learn, Momoa. Learn from Jason Momoa. <laughs> He'll teach how to swim. He was in Baywatch. He was in a reboot of Baywatch. He was indeed. <laughs> he, he knows how to do that thing. Mr. Popo is, he's a cinephile. He's on every, <laughs> he's on every streaming I'm, service. Jason Momoa's on. I've got a bunch of pictures of him in my locker. <laughs> Kami lets dreamy. me keep a locker. It's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's pictures of Jason Momoa and uh, Adam Scott. <laughs> Man, imagine Adam Scott's head on Jason Momoa's body. Mmm. <laughs> that's, f- that's funny and dreamy. <laughs> There's something on the wing. My heart. <laughs> Yeah, but that little training session, 
uh, again, I can't speak to, the, I can't say this enough times. Looks really good. It looks really good. Mr. Popo even uses, like, he he says to Goku, I'll, fine, I'll, I'll help you out. I'll give you some hints. So he's not, like, going to just do it for him or tell him how to do it. Goku, learning that Mr. Popo can do all these things, he's very excited. He's like, great, there are other strong guys out there. I'm excited. Then he asks the, the philosophical question of the ages. Because he's like, is Kami strong? He's like, yeah, Kami's way stronger than me, Mr. Popo. Mm-hmm. And then Goku asks, if you guys are this strong, why didn't you stop King Piccolo? I mean, you're basically asking, hey, man, why, why does God let bad things happen to good people? Goku asks the hard questions. Yeah. And then the asshole answer that Mr. Popo gives is, eh, he had his own affairs to tend to. Yeah. He was busy, dude. He's, he's a little busy. Just like Mr. Popo ke- keeps saying that he's busy. <laughs> Mr. Popo is like, I'm too busy looking after the guardian of Earth to teach you anything. Leave me alone. Here's some hints. But here's some hints. Yeah. But I like you, kid. You got Moxie. You got Moxie in a tail. I like you, kid. You got a tail. Here's 25 cents. Go buy yourself a candy. Oh, boy. A whole generic candy. That's right. Just for you having a tail, kid. I don't give this money away. You see, I work for something called the mob. Mm-hmm, I'm listening. That's right. And if you want to work for the mob, you got to be cool. You got to be All cool, right. see? That's only requirement. That's it. Notice this very debonair hat, this mm-hmm. large coat, this pocket watch. That's cool, oh, see? I can't afford any of those cool things. I'm well, just... A street urchin with a tail. Well, now you got 25 cents and a pocket full of dreams. What are you going to do about it? I'm buying candy. That's right. That's a cool thing to do. Welcome to the mob. (laughs) Wait, that was it? Now you're an informant. Huh? Wait, why are you? uh, You're putting this microphone on my tail. That's right. Putting this microphone on your tail. Why am I joining the police academy? And this opium in in your your pocket. What? Take it across town. Why am I smoking this opium now? I'm 10. In the 30s, you might as well be 25. Yeah, that's true. Yep. I'm only 16. What a long life you've lived. Outlived my parents by 16 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you killed them I killed when them. you were born. I killed them when I was born to be cool and in the mob. <laughs> Thanks for the birth. Out you go. I, I grabbed a Tommy gun from, from off the counter. Yep, it sounded like a tiger. Did I say Tommy gun? I meant a tiger gun. I shot tigers at my parents. That is very cool. Anywho, I've got to get back to head HQ. Here's what the police are doing. The information, because I'm an informant? Ah, of course. <laughs> All right, well, bye. All right. And, and see. see. I got distracted by my cell phone listening to me. <laughs> it heard Mafia, and it's like, ooh, Mafia mafia info for me? <laughs> There's an FBI SWAT team outside my outside yeah. the studio right now. He said, "Mafia." If he says it a few more times, then we know this info's legit. Then we go in. It's like the the FBI is like Beetlejuice. If you say certain words three times, mm-hmm. they'll bust through your door. Exactly. Muller, Muller, Muller. <laughs> so we we basically just get a bunch of scenes ripped straight from Return of the Jedi. Right. I loved it. Because I'm pretty sure some of it feels shot for shot from uh, from Star Wars with the speeder bikes on Endor going through all the redwood for like the big redwood forest and stuff. 
I don't know. I thought it was really cool. It was super cool. But really, they're just forest rangers? Yeah, I thought they were cops at first. And then they were like, oh, there's poachers about. I'm like, I mean, forest rangers are just the cops of the woods. Cops of the woods. Wood cops. Wood cops. All those were lumberjacks. Uh, We got another homicide. We We got a fawn. Only two year, goddamn years old. Mother of God. Shot dead. Uh, who could have done this? I mean a hunter. Damn it. He's it's, right here. He's trying to take the body right now. It's open season. Goddamn. Our hands are tied. I know they got a license to do this, but it still gets me. No matter how many years we've been in the cabin, it doesn't make it any harder. Or easier. Or smell less bad. Yeah. We should really clean that cabin. We we do have a lot of time on our hands. And none of it we spend cleaning. Nope. We're trying to get to the bottom of every um, forest complaint. Someone's complaining about birds being too loud. We still don't know how to solve we don't know how to solve that at all. So, Where do you begin? <laughs> There was a camper who said, my tent's too cold. How do I fix that? That's one of the success stories. We said, here's a blanket. And the look in that millennial couple's eyes. Makes it all worth it. As they threw their IPA cans right behind them. (laughs) Knocking out a turtle. (laughs) That turtle had a son. God damn it. We let him go. They had a permit. We had to let him go. Uh, the system. Hey, guys, it's me, uh, Ice-T. I've been transferred here from New York. Looks like you guys got a problem that needs some Sasquatching. Uh, you're, f- look. I don't like this guy. Yeah, we live in the woods and he's from the city. We're clearly opposites. We'll never get along. Hey, speaking of going along, get along, I heard uh, moss grows on this side of the rock. That's all I know. I mean, it does. All right. Hey, this guy's not so bad. Oh, I still don't trust him. I said, well, it's going to take a lot more episodes before we trust you and then are probably killed right afterwards. Don't worry about it. I tend not to leave programs I'm on. <laughs> and and see. Law and order. Wood police. <laughs> would be you. Special... Special uh, venison unit. Oh, special venison unit. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if Ice-T was actually in that show, all the great one-liners he'd have? (laughs) Guess somebody wanted to try the veal. (laughs) That's one unlucky rabbit's foot. (laughs) Seems like this Woody Woodpecker was the real peck of wood. (laughs) I've heard of Duck Duck Goose. Never duck, duck, dead. I guess a bear really does shit in the woods. (laughs) Shits bricks of cocaine. (laughs) Yeah, I'm crazy. Crazy like a fox who sells its body on the street. Like this one who's dead. That's crazy behavior. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Look, we gotta, we gotta, we do more one-liners, but uh, it's commercial. Commercial! Coming to Apple TV Plus, summer 2020. 
Our society has been built upon the backs of the blind for centuries. In a world gone blind. There is no pain. There is no suffering in our new world. We've given up on the devastating wars of the past. We've found compassion in our ability to hear, feel, and touch our world in more ways than we ever could before. I can't tell my father that I can... I have sight, the devil's sense. But Archimedes, you must. I know it's prophesied that in the land of the blind, the man with one eye is king, but I have two, as I turn to the camera and show you my beautiful, beautiful eyes. We must find the the one who can see, destroy him. He is an evil force. Sent to destroy our way of life, he will bring the vicious nature of sight to our people. Hey, it's me, Trixie Boy. I'm your best friend, and I'm going to help you escape the Acropolis. You have to help him escape the Acropolis because I love him. Get ready. I'm about to open your eyes. You think you're the only one who can see? Coming soon to Apple TV+. Plus. Blind were. <laughs> I love it. My God, there's a bear passed out in the fucking woods. Who could have done this? Oh, I don't know. Heavy footprints over there. Let's follow him. Yeah, let's Walk. follow him. I see. What do you think about these footprints? Hey, all I'm going to say. This seems a lot like Endor, so this guy might be a Skywalker. <laughs> oh no, there's some poor kid who's gonna get eaten by anything any minute now. Hey kid, yeah you, the green one with yes. antennas. Me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you with antenna and ears and a shirt that says demon on it. Just a child. <laughs> You're not safe here, pal. There is a bear knocked out back there. There's poachers everywhere. They're going to think you're some kind of deer. Well, how would you feel if I told you I killed the bear? What? I'd be shocked and horrified, but that's not the case. Anyway, let's go find your parents. No, I'm going to grab the the barrel of your gun. Mm-hmm. Ah, you crunched it up. Ah, you crunched like up I your d- gun. I'm going to shoot at this child. Shoot this. Shoot this child. Yeah, shoot that child. I'm Neo. Oh, no. He he stopped the bullets like Neo. Like one of our favorite movies. It's cool, but I'm also scared. Run away. My parents just won Piccolo. He was kind enough to give me everything he had. I mean, I've seen some bullet holes before, but I've never seen holes <laughs> in logic. How those bullets float. Anyway, that's me. I see. I'm out. And uh, see. That's, yeah, that's what happened. We don't need to recap that. You that, know is exa- that is exactly what happened. On occasion, <laughs> we like to transcribe scenes of Dragon Ball and just of course, perform of them. Word for word. Word for word. Word for word. Move for move. <laughs> arc for arc. Piccolo is becoming stronger in his 
abilities to be the one and fight the machines. I, I just found it really interesting that after that encounter, because those uh, rangers were like, let's find your parents, like blah, 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 blah. But he he's like aware enough of societal norms to say, parents, just one. Piccolo. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's still like, at this point, he still does not have a name. Like, because they ask him his name and he, he doesn't have one. Oh, really? I didn't get any of that. Yeah, they, they, there's a bunch of like, they do their job as rangers. They're like, hey, kid, what's your name? Where's your parents? You're going to get hurt out here. Grabs the gun, bullets, all that stuff. Yeah, exactly like we said. Exactly like we said. Um, so we can move on to yes. Mr. Popo. So, some more training from him. He, this might be different than yours, mm-hmm. but he says to Goku, it's like, I'm really impressed with you. I have, quote, I have a high regard for you, mm. but I won't teach you, as Goku asked. And then Goku calls him a cheapskate. <laughs> <laughs> like, this fool's, it's not as, you crashed his place. Oh, man. You interrupted his tea party. I don't know, I like train it. train you? I like it. Goku, go ahead. <laughs> Tell like it is. Be, be full of sass. Yeah. Look, you, you did beat King Piccolo. You earned it. I guess you saved humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can be a little, you can have a little potty mouth. Exactly. <laughs> it's his birthday. Let him. Let him have it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, imagine if on your birthday, like, son, you can curse all you want. Oh, my God. You can say all the bad words you want just today. Really, to me, Dad? Your mother. Yeah. Really? Call me a piece of shit. Call <gasps> your mother a dummy. Oh. A dumb word that I'm not, I'm not going to say because I can't. I don't like I don't like to swear. So you can. So, Dad, I mean, it's 2019 and I'm 12 years mm-hmm. old. So I would be saying words like default. Like, Dad, you're 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 GD what? default. Yeah. Because you only rock default skins in Fortnite because you're a default. <laughs> the therapist said this would be good for your development, but I don't know if I'm strong enough to take it. But you, I, I, no takesy backsies, as we say in big business. Also, Dad, like, you're, you're so basic <laughs> that you're not even on the Epic Store launcher. <laughs> You get your you get your basic video games from basic iTunes. It's true. I'm a mobile gamer. I am a casual. Also, your mother's here. Any words for her? It seems a little one sided. Oh, and mom. Yes, dear. I c- come on. Are you sure? I'm from Shy Town. I can take this. Uh, you don't know my past, son. No, I just know you as mom, and I also mm-hmm. know you I as... I have a whole life outside of you. And I also know you've never even won a game of Apex Legends. Crack. What'd you fucking say to me, son? <laughs> mom, please, put down that glass bottle of Monster. I'm sorry, son. I also gave her... It's her birthday, too, and I gave her permission to... She, she's got a purge pass. I'm sorry. This wasn't planned well. Oh, no. She keeps getting closer and closer. All right. Time to put this mask on. It's just a blank face, but God's written on the forehead. I'm going into the panic room. <laughs> this birthday's ruined. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm bad at planning. And, and seed. Huh. Tough to... It, 
It's so tough to be a parent. Yeah. With these newfangled words like defaults. And Ugh, it's hard to hear. Mm, yeah, it hurt. I know. If you if you ra- if you raised your voice up an octave or made it real screech like, probably would have hurt more. If I was screeching default at you, it, it would have been too real. Yeah, I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to. You know, negatively affect the listeners by going all the way with it. Yeah, the power of acting is it's it's really something. Yeah. But that's for a different podcast. Because Popo has to wear a bell that's been in Goku's pants forever. So yeah, yeah. at least half a day. He so he he cats it up. He's like, I got a little bell, meow meow, meow meow. But when he moves, you can't hear it, and it actually takes Goku a while to realize that. Oh, Popo's moving, but I can't hear that bell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Goku tries, but he can't do it yet. And it's interesting because Goku said, "Oh, I know, it's a trick," and that's what like Mister Popo. Oh, he got so mad at he this. was he was offended. He said, oh, if it's a trick, then you can leave. Yeah. Uh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, am I am I pulling cards out my ass? Do I got a dumb goatee like David Blaine? No. No. I am serious to a fault, Mr. <laughs> Popo. There's nothing comical about me. Am I sawing ladies in half? Stabbing them with knives? No. Am I dating? Was it Claudia Schiffer? Fuck. Who did, who did David Copperfield date? Oh, I don't that know. Was, I think it was Claudia Schiffer, right? Yeah. Am I punching myself in the gut? <laughs> Am I going to seances and saying, this is fake? <laughs> and turning the table up. No, I'm Mr. Popo, God damn it. Yeah. Also, read about, you know, Harry Hamdini, he's a pretty fascinating guy. You should read up on him. But I don't like tricks. <laughs> but Goku thinks it's a trick. And then he's like, wait, no, it, that's what Krillin told me. And then we get a nice little flashback to some unseen what? training moments. Krillin didn't say that. That's what that's what Goku says in mine. Ooh, real American blaming your friend. <laughs> Look, Goku's a coward. We all know it. <laughs> Hiding behind <laughs> his dead friends. He's throwing his dead when, friends under the bus. When push comes to shove. <laughs> a physical attack he can take. But a social interaction, oh boy. Mm-mm. All bets are off. Nope, nope, nope crumbles like a cookie so it's roshi krillin goku they're all standing on these uh little rock pillars roshi has a has a jar or a vase of water on his head and he is moving around without spilling the water Mm -hmm. now goku and krillin both try it they spill the water all over themselves apparently after that krillin told goku master roshi had it glued to his head so it was a trick what he came to the realization also, uh, did I don't know if this came up in yours, but I just remembered that Goku's like pleading Mr. Popo. He's like, I have to save my friends. Like, oh yeah, he he's bringing that. Yeah, pretty much every time. Like, I gotta I gotta meet Kami so I can get those Dragon Balls. So we can do the thing. And he says something along the lines of like, if you were dead and your friend wasn't helping you, how would you feel? And Mr. Popo says, I'm sure they have great board games. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, Mr. Mr. Popo. Popo. He doesn't care about his dead friends. Mr. Popo don't care about no dead people. He's like, I'm, I'm Earth's guardian's guardian. I am important. <laughs> just to, that flashback was really just, it wasn't to justify why Goku said what he said. Right. Because he didn't bring Krillin into this, in my version. Mm. It's just to like show that Goku is learning how to associate 
two different events with the same idea. He's just, it's showing Goku that like he is learning how to learn. Yes, yes, yes. This is Goku learning in real time. He's like, oh, memories can help you do things. Uh huh. <laughs> it's true. It really is. The things in the past can help me navigate life now. Wow. Amazing. There are some real life people who don't understand that. <laughs> he's, lear- he's learning from history. Um, and as Goku like gets it, Mr. Popo says, oh, okay, I see now you're starting to understand. But to master this tech, like to master this and to be super efficient in fighting and stuff, it could take you years. Are you willing to wait that long and train that hard? Um, Popo expecting Goku to be discouraged. But of course not. It's Goku for Pete's sake. He loves to train. He loves to get strong. And that's when Kami agrees to meet with our boy Goku. Goku's going to see the face of God. <sighs> Fuck this. I, I hate this trope of like, are you willing? It's going to take years. Are you willing to work at it and sacrifice? Like, yeah, I am. It's like, you passed. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, he didn't pass. Intention doesn't like, no. Signing the contract got you the job, you know? <laughs> no, I, no, I, I, I hate this trope. I hate this like, no, I want to see him train for two years. Yeah. He can fast forward it and then he can be big. But like, I want to know that Goku like, yep, I trained for two years. Because mm-hmm. the longest he's ever trained is what, six months with Roshi? Yeah. It wasn't even a year, I don't think. Well, I think the longest... Like extended training or like you mean specific training because extended training was when he went out into the world and trained for all those years by himself. Yeah, but that's just him backpacking through Europe and like, (laughs) you know, having hummus for the first time and then thinking he's multicultural. Of course, of course, of course. Guys, did you know hummus comes from chickpeas? Hmm. I learned this in my travels in Nepal. When I was abroad. (laughs) When I did that semester abroad. You learn a lot going to all the different clubs. <laughs> Get a lot of the culture. So much culture. I spoke so many different languages. I learned how to say, do you, do you want to dance in three different languages? Goku. Goku can order a gin and tonic anywhere in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very comfortable. <laughs> I want to see him train. I want to see him work to get here, but... You're you're trying to speed along. I get it. Yeah. They're trying to expedite some of it. We want want our friends back. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A quick detour at Korin's Tower where they still... I wonder if Goku made it. It's like, well, wait if he does. When he sees him, it's going to be a surprise. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Does does Korin drag Yajirobe as much as he he doesn't mind? Uh, No. Please tell me how tell me how this cat dunks on this fat samurai. Uh, so he he's talking about Goku meeting Kami and and Yajirobe's like, yeah, didn't you say he's met him before? Corin kind of chuckles and he goes, oh yeah, it's gonna be more interesting than you at an all you can eat buffet, Yajirobe. And I was like, damn. How's that more? I mean, that's not very interesting. I, I, we all know the outcome to that. I think I think I'm saying it wrong, but it was something along the lines of, "Hey, Yajirobe, I heard you like to eat." <laughs> I do. I mean, I do. <laughs> What's wrong with that? More oh, beans. <laughs> More beans, cat god. Oh. <laughs> Feed me your this nectar. Pour your bean ambrosia down my throat. Uh, and what Ka- what Corin is. 
hinting at is what we see as Kami emerges from the doorway. Mr. Popo tells Goku, Okay, don't move. Don't move a muscle. When he comes out here, you better be standing right here. Don't move. Mm. Uh, because what do we see? He's... Oh, that thing we knew. <laughs> He's the thing we knew. He looks just like King Piccolo. And Goku loses it. Immediately. Like, oh, you're alive, eh? Well, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, he, he says, I knew you weren't dead, you evil fiend. Give me my friends back. <laughs> Charges headlong into Kami. It's not like he's got him in the back. It's not the, like a Nintendo your, Wii. He's not hiding copies. I got your dead friends in the back. <laughs> Till I can't no more. Put little Nas X back on the country charts, you cowards. <laughs> um, but all that, all that aside, uh, we do get a pretty like a, again. This nah. animation is. Yummy, because of course Kami got them god powers. With the flick of a finger, he puts up a a barrier that sends Goku flying, careening right back into Mr. Popo's outstretched arms, who is able to hold the Monkey Boy still. Again, yeah, he he finally it's yeah. Sometimes when you got a comic kid down, you just gotta hold him mm-hmm. until he tuckers himself out. Yep, Popo explains. No, this is Kami. Kami's like, didn't Corn explain anything? Uh, that mischievous quote, mischievous scoundrel. Uh, in mine, he says, Kami thinks he's very funny. <laughs> I mean, Corn. Kami says, Corn uh, thinks he's very funny. <laughs> I went to a sketch show. It, <laughs> it was fine. A little on the nose, but. Uh, just a lot of, I mean, real non sequitur shit. Like someone would just run on as Morpheus and I didn't get it. <laughs> I, I understood where his thought process was, and he clearly put a lot of work in putting the show together. The, the costuming was fine, but, you know, I wanted something with a little bit more yeah. substance. It had been a long week at work. I I wasn't feeling it, so maybe that's on me, but, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, he thinks he's funny, okay? It was at 11.30. I, I, what was I supposed to do? Yeah. His improv's better, is what improv. I'm saying. He's more, of a, he's more of a performer than a writer. Oh, God. We're just dragging Corrin all over the place right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, Corrin. I don't know. We could better. Get you, better. You saw how he did. He yeah, slammed. Yeah, yeah. He slammed Guy Drew. It'll be good. Mm-hmm. He's just got to incorporate that stuff into his sketch. Be a little more free form. Mm-hmm. Do the improv, then go from there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but Kami uh, explains everything. How gods can die. How gods can die. Gods can separate. Um, He tells Goku the story of like how I was once rejected by the guardian of Earth long ago because he saw in me an evil pride that wanted nothing more than power and gain. And and then Kami said, and through years of meditation, I was able to separate those dark evil thoughts from my being which became King Piccolo that ravaged the earth all those years ago. Also, my bad. <laughs> Sorry about... Pretty much. Doing... He's like, I've always felt bad about it. Didn't do anything to correct it, but, Couldn't. you know, I felt Wouldn't. Bad. Shouldn't. <laughs> I have different priorities now. Yeah. As soon as I was commie, I, I swore to not... Look, I'm, I'm not... If I'm, I can't lie. Maybe it was a little planned. I knew that once I excised my evilness, that as mm. soon as I became commie... I could legally not do anything about it. So I, you know, I, 
I put my thumb on the scale a little bit is what I'm saying. <laughs> but basically, this is the this final scene is just Kami agreeing on a certain condition um, that for Goku destroying King Piccolo and essentially like clearing Kami's conscience and his gratitude, he will bring back uh, Shenron to like bring back the Dragon Balls, essentially, let the humans gather them all up to wish their friends back on the condition that Goku stays at the lookout and trains for as long as Kami's uh, own purposes are met. So Kami's got a little, mm. he's got a little, uh, little side hustle going where he's he's making sure that he's like Goku, I'm gonna do this thing for you, but I've got some conditions of my own, and uh, I think they will be alluded to after. That's after that's a couple 3D more chess stuff. That's like. I guess I'll bring the Dragon Balls back, a thing I was probably going to do anyway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you, I don't know, train with me for an alternative, for, for a purpose yet to be known. Uh, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really the one suffering in this deal. Oh boy, uh, my hands are tied as God. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't. I mean, you're really putting me over a barrel here, Goku. <laughs> Yeah, Goku really bent him over a barrel to show him 50 yeah. states. But Goku's ecstatic, but like, yeah, I want to train. Yeah. The favorite thing, my favorite thing to do. And that's how the episode ends. With <laughs> with a wide shot of Kami's palace. Mm -hmm. The ghost boys. It's your boy. It's your ghost boys. It's your ghost boys. <laughs> nah. Uh, Chaozu, Krillin, and Roshi. I was I was very happy that they included Nam and all. They really did. Like, they they went out of their way because uh, Goku's like, you have to bring all my friends back, and he goes, Ah, yes, I know. Nam, Krillin, Roshi, Chaozu, and all the other fighters. Who? <laughs> Goku says, probably a Goku response <laughs> to any of them. To any of them. Nam, get Nam. Get in this picture. Come on. You're part of this group. Yeah, Don't act like you're not. Now I'm looking a little uncomfortable. <laughs> He's like, I, I haven't been with the, I've been with the company a week. I don't know if I should sign this card. <laughs> I don't know Sharon that well. Yeah. Ah, oh, she'll love it. I. <laughs> also, I don't like strawberry rhubarb cake. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about here? You get the biggest piece. Oh, guys, please. I'm. I'm only here to fix the copier I'm a twice temp. a week. What are we doing? <laughs> That's look. That joke's funny because it's real for me. I, I when I was freelancing at a company down in you. I, this is during this is during the time of the first pregame, by the way. Oh my! I was yeah. I was down with the little Kame house party history. Khbh. Mm -hmm. We were we were away as we are now, but this was new to us then. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they're like. Hey, sign this card. I'm like, I'm a temp. I'm here for a month and then I'm gone. I, what? Why should I sign the card? Like, no, they'll like it. I'm like, no, no one's going to look. She's not, it's not like they're going to look back on their deathbed and like, thank God that person who I said hi to once signed my card. I can die happy. Ah, uh, yes. If it wasn't for, what's it? Where is his signature? Oh, it's uh, very, yeah, it's very sloppy. Oh, I, Aaron Shieldon. <laughs> when he said happy birthday and didn't know it was my last day at work, <laughs> felt really good. That gave me the confidence I need to make a show about people being blind in the year 200. If only I, Jason Momoa, could be... <laughs> 
at the Emmys. Welp, time to die. Aaron Aaron Scholten. Those are his last words. Those were Jason That's Momoa's future last words. Words, yeah. After his hit show, um, Blind, Blind World. Blind World hits all the charts. I had to find the copy. And yeah, I know we had to find the copy. Uh, we definitely didn't come up with that title. Oh, Speaking boy. of reading copy, we got oh, it's 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 been a little bit, and the mailbag is back to getting full. Oh yeah, not not too full. Don't worry. So power listener, well power listener Ben, he wanted he he's back. He wanted to pop in. He said, "Hi guys, I haven't had time to listen lately, but luckily." I am going on a school trip in April. Vince, that's this month. Oh, boy. Which is 14 hours each way. What kind of school trip is this? You are like, that's a lot. That's a lot of travel, bud. That's all day. I don't know if my parents would have signed that permission slip. 14 hours? You were good. That's cross country. That's mm-hmm. like, you're, you're going all the way south, all the way north, or vice versa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he says, I will download your episodes and listen to them. Hope you guys are well. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thanks for checking it. We are doing well. How are you? Yeah, we're doing well, Ben. How you doing? Tell us all about this field trip. Don't, don't listen to us for 14 hours, man. I don't know if that's good for you. Yeah, you're... Talk to other people. Talk to other people about Kamehameha. Oh, 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 no, no, no. Only but, if it comes up naturally in Of course. Only if all the kids are talking about the new series, Dragon Ball Super, or, you know, Project Z, or I don't know if they're still playing uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. You know, they're all excited about that new Goku, Kid Goku like, GT, which is a problem. We are not an icebreaker. <laughs> Aaron, I, 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 from experience, we're not an icebreaker. I've tried. <laughs> I've walked yep. into like hopping parties, big old ragers with industry folk. And I'm like, hey, you ever heard of Kamehameha's party? And they just, all they did was put the glass on that tray you were carrying. Yep. And then they put the glass back on the tray I was carrying. Yeah. But they didn't eat all the shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got uh, a little message from Josh. Uh, what what was his moniker? Super listener? Yeah, job. I think yeah. Everyone everybody power listener. Everybody power listener. Every everybody power listener in the <laughs> island. Oh, that's bad. Anyway. <laughs> Josh is commenting on um remember when we had Mickey Mouse on the podcast? He like called in real quick. Uh, I threatened I us not, viciously. I try not to, bud, but I I got gotcha. you. <clears throat> Well, uh, he says, hey, guys, just wanted to say you're on to something with Mickey. Have fun with that. And what he sent was uh, <laughs> some really interesting images of Mickey Mouse as um, Deadpool entitled Dead. Ma- uh, yeah, they look like weird movie posters for like Edgelord Mickey. There's a Mickey as Wolverine. Um, yeah, those will, those will go up in some shape or form for you to see. It's something that I would be proud to have emblazoned upon a starter jacket. Of course, absolutely. Um, oh man, the Dead Mouse Club? Hell yeah! Not talking about that <sighs> stupid EDM guy. Talking about Mickey. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, why wasn't King Mickey doing all this kind of stuff in uh, Kingdom Hearts 3? Oh, just slicing, slicing, slicing fools up? Hey, slicing fools adamantium up. adamantium claws? With adamantium claws. Like, they should have brought um, X-Men in Kingdom Hearts. Like, yeah, they couldn't go to Marvel World. Mm-mm. You could go to uh, Xavier School. Like, Ho-ho! <laughs> Out of my way, bub! <laughs> snicked, snicked. <laughs> All my stars and garters, because I'm beasts and I'm hanging upside down. Oh, I don't, I don't understand why you let these people push you around, beast. It's me, Mouserine. <laughs> that sounds like a delectable citrus fruit. Ha! Huh, you wish. If it wasn't, I for- could eat a peach all day. All right, I'm getting on my hog and going up to Canada. <laughs> See you losers in six years. Ho-ho! <laughs> Say hi to Jean for me. Okay. Bye, Mickey. <laughs> Duck clubs. Oh, no. The... <laughs> we gotta save Jean. <laughs> the Phoenix Force took her. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think that's all the mail we can get through today. Yeah, that's yeah. Sorry, folks. Next time. So, sorry, folks. We'll get to some more really great emails that we got for the next episode. Um, as always, check us out, Kame House Party Pod uh, at gmail.com if you want to send in <laughs> really fun stuff for us to yeah, read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, check us out, KameHouseParty.com. Comedy House Party on all the social meds and feeds. Um, oh, real quick, I'm going to do a self-plug at the end here, Aaron. Mm, I guess. If you are in the New York City area and you want to see some comedy with your boy Vince in it, um, I've got a uh, sketch show at the UCB Hell's Kitchen uh, April 11th at 6 p.m. And then at the end of this month, at the end of April, um, one of the amazing teams I'm on, Code Switch, uh, a all POC improv team that focuses on how we communicate and how we code switch in day-to-day life. We have an amazing partnership with the NPR station Code Switch, and what? that show is going to be April 26th uh, at 11 p.m. at the Caveat Theater. If you are in the New York City area and you listen to this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you if anybody showed up. Um, from listening to this podcast. It's an amazing show. Uh, I think you're all going to like both of them. Um, And that's that's it for for my plugs. Um, Aaron, do you have any plugs? No, not yet. Not yet. Ah, See, that's important. Not yet. Because uh, it's important that we all remember, no matter what you got going on, what projects you're working on, what what art you're trying to put into the world or what art you're trying to destroy. <laughs> You've got a... Hold on. Is that a sneeze? It was. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. No, that... But I know what we got to do. Oh, yeah, you got a... Keep... Five. Five.